When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Soccer 101 with Moon and Rocchio. Welcome back to Soccer 101. We had a little vacation week. I'm Moon. This is Rocchio. And uh, we are almost, almost to the MLS final, but the conference finals have yet to happen. So much has happened in the last couple weeks. Rocchio, um, have you been able to uh, to catch some of these matches? Or are you just checking out highlights? What have you been able to watch? I was able to lock in this weekend. Obviously, the international break slowed everything down a little bit. I got time to play a lot of football manager to uh, 2023. And we got everything started over the weekend. And, man, it was a fascinating weekend for soccer. Obviously, you know, some St. Louis ties. You had Patrick Schulte. Uh, with that huge win with the Columbus crew. And then obviously I think the big one yesterday had to be Houston taking down Sporting Kansas City with a little bit of controversy at the death. Yeah, dude, that that was controversy. And of course, you know, we we got knocked out. St. Louis City SC gets, gets knocked out by a I-70 rival Sporting KC. So I found myself kind of in a Cardinals-Royals type of thing where I was like, am I rooting for KC here since they were the wild card and they took us out? You know, I'm, I'm kind of one of those in you baseball. Yeah, I'm kind of one of those in, in, when it comes to baseball that like, yo, if if the if the Royals were in it, if the Cardinals are out and the Royals are in it, I'm I'm all I'm all Royals, but I have a, a little bit of Royals ties. I was the biggest Bo Jackson fan ever. I, I was just talking about Bo Jackson yesterday with at a family event. Um, so that's a little bit different. So I actually found myself watching some of that Sporting KC and Houston Dynamo match, and I was torn. I, I couldn't figure out who I was rooting for because I really don't like the Dynamo. I I <laughs> I just don't. I I don't know why. I just don't. Uh, and um, and I know they've you know they've had a spectacular season, a, spe- a spectacular last run since they really haven't made the playoffs. I think since like 2017 or something like that. Um, so, you know, they're a bit of an underdog here as well, but, uh, yeah. What did you, who, who are you rooting for in that? Did you have any sort of skin in the game there with, with the, the Kansas city connection? Uh, not really. Um, I, I take my, I jumped to my rivalries pretty easily. Um, I was, I was uh, crap talking with my friends from Kansas city. Um, when they announced the franchise, um, so yeah, no, I, I, I picked up that rivalry and ran with it immediately. I wasn't about to, I, I, I was, I, for a little bit when I started watching soccer back in like 2008, I jumped in with Kansas City for a little bit. And then when I discovered, when I realized that they had changed their name from the Kansas City Wizards to Sporting Kansas City, uh, I was like, well, I can't, I can't support such, a, <laughs> such an unbelievably terrible decision. 
I, 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 I became a free agent. I, I was a big Atlanta fan when they came in because that was a fun expansion team to watch. You know, they, they pilfered all that Argentinian talent, and they went absolutely ham on the league for, for a couple of years. Um, so so I, I was a free agent, so I'm 100% all city all the way. But I do have to say, I do love the local connections. I know there's some people who get annoyed by it. Uh, Cincinnati annoyed me a little bit too much this year for me to run with my, the Cincinnati connection of Pat Noonan. By the way, congratulations to Pat on winning MLS Coach of the Year. I personally think the guy who got second should have won in Bradley Carnell. But nonetheless, if somebody's going to beat out Bradley Carnell, might as well be Pat Noonan. But I think I'm going to roll with Patrick Schulte, the man who came up with St. Louis FC as the goaltender for the Columbus crew. I think I'm, I think I'm going 100% Columbus crew at this point. Last time we spoke, I, I thought that them and the Union would be the, would be the dark horses to make a run in, in the East. And, you know, so far I, I was wrong with the union a little bit, but it looks like it looks like the crew might be able to do it. You know what? And, and you, you mentioned everything going on over the East. And that was the other thing that I was watching, especially this last week. Um, if St. Louis City SC would have would have held in there and just played their game, played their game from like this, you know, m- midseason back uh, t- towards the beginning of the season, I think they could have taken any of those Eastern Conference teams. I really would not have been worried to take on the crew or or uh, Cincinnati FC mm-hmm. at at this point if St. Louis was still in it. And it's such a shame because I'm watching, going, man, I don't, <laughs> I don't see over in the East what I see over in the West. Yep, Seattle, uh, that's that Seattle L- game LAFC game. Wow, dude. I mean, had we gotten through the gauntlet of the West, I would not be worried about the East. Not to say the crew. And uh, Cincinnati FC aren't aren't great teams that deserve to be there. That crew team. Let's just go to the East. Do you want to talk about what what happened with that crew and uh, and um, uh, who was it? Orlando. I mean, I that was just. I mean, that was just. That was that was a fascinating. That was a fascinating game of soccer. Obviously, I mean, Schulte's a freaking monster. I mean, I mean, God, the, the, the kid, the kid's a monster. That was a great game. Do you do you think? Hold on, because I want to. I want to. I want to get this really quick. Are you saying? that the current crop of West teams, you'll take them against whoever comes out of the East. I think the West wins this. I, th- okay. I think as long as, as long as, uh, as long as all the teams show up like they're supposed to, um, I think the West wins. I think the West has better goalkeeping, like hands down all, all across. And they're all on fire right now. LAFC's guy and, uh, and Houston won the matches uh for for them against seattle and and kc kc blew it i, I mean kc showed up like a wild card team uh, they didn't finish where they needed to finish i, I mean i mean i know you're laughing can you deny can no you deny? they didn't you- and that's why I, i'm trying not because again they, they whooped our, they, they they whooped us so i'm trying not to get too schadenfreude with the kansas city loss and, and I'm, I'm failing i i'm i'm i'm, I'm failing I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I can't help but laugh because the Schadenfreude speaking out, but I can't help but be a little bit happy that, that they lost. And the fact that they lost in, in, in a questionable handball call, I mean, does that make it better? Of course it does. Do I want to, you, know, you know, talk about that too much? A little bit. Will I? No, probably not. <laughs> That's, that, that was a bummer. That was a bummer of a play. Definitely a handball. Um, Let's look at that. Actually, we, we got the video. Let's pull this up. This was from the broadcast uh, between um, – between uh, yeah, I just can't talk. Houston Dynamo and Sporting Kansas City last night. Obviously, Houston Dynamo go off to a one. Gotti Kinder with that quick pass for Alan Polino in on goal. Polino, 
Still there for Shallowy. Off the line. Shallowy and Sporting Kansas City won a penalty. Results with Caroline Chenard, our video assistant referee. It looks like a handball to me. As you that was a handball. I think that's a handball. Goodbye. I'll see that's you later. That's absolutely a handball. That's a hundred percent a handball. He 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 widens his body. It's below. It's it's below the like it's below even the elbow. I mean, he cle like clearly just definitionally did he use his arms to create a space where his body would not have been to block that shot. A thousand percent. It's a handball. It's probably a tie game. It's it's penalties, so on and so forth. Total, yeah, total heartbreak for KC fans. Total heartbreak, and I do feel for him because I mean it was it was a great run. They had one of the coolest, uh, you know, back back into the season runs there. Um, honestly, they deserve to beat us. Uh, they deserve to be where they were, but um, they didn't deserve to win that game either. They did not finish multiple times. Houston's uh, goalie came up uh, real big on on some good plays, but. Even in that play, in that replay, the the, the first ball should have been finished and and wasn't. Um, honestly, they looked like St. Louis in the first in the first round, just like a team that deserved to be there that didn't deserve to go through um, in that in that particular match. Now, give them give them another chance, and uh, and and maybe it was still a a pretty tight game, but that was one of the conference semifinals. The other was LAFC and Seattle, and that was uh, probably the match of the playoffs so far. Uh, it was incredible, and and seeing what Seattle was trying to do with Chiellini, being a 39 year old center back, um, they they worked him and they they beat him a time or two. But that dude is so good and so calm, and their goalie stepped up so so well. LAFC goes through uh, to meet Houston in the conference final on the West. I think whoever wins there, and I would assume LAFC's just got the juice. They got the uh, they got the momentum. This is their opportunity to um, to do uh, to do a repeat, and I don't think that's been done since like 11-12, since LA Galaxy did it in 2011 and 12. So they could be repeat champions uh, if they make it through Houston, and then they have to take on the winner of the Eastern Conference Final, which is Columbus Crew versus Cincinnati FC. They call it the uh, uh, the hell in the what is it? What, what's what's that rivalry called? What's that dirt? What's that Darby? Oh, I always I always blank on these Darby names. He hell, hell is real. Hell is something. real. Yeah, that's yeah. Hell is real. Yeah, yeah like hell is real. Is what it is. What it is. The, the hell is real, Darby. And honestly, so you got FC Cincinnati. You, you got them being the uh, Community Shield winner. You know, best record in uh, in the MLS. But honestly, man, Crew, the Columbus Crew looks like. I mean they they just gonna they're just gonna run through some folks right now. I thought. I thought Orlando was dangerous, and obviously, and that's and that's why you you, you look at Columbus, and you, you know, I'm sure there's people saying, "Listen, you know, they didn't they didn't score until they were playing a ten man side. You know, how much credit are you going to give them in that game? And, and, and you know, do you really expect them to to go you know to go beat Cincinnati? I, I I think Orlando City was dangerous, the most dangerous team, even more so than Cincinnati on, on on any given day. And so the fact that they were running with Orlando City for 77 minutes makes me think that they can run with Cincinnati the entire game as well. And so that, and then again, when you see Schulte get make those make those kind of crucial saves, we, we saw with Berkey, a great goaltender neutralizes a lot of the factors in the game. And so I, I certainly think 
that just because they needed red cards to take advantage of a team as talented as Orlando City, I don't think that takes them out of being right there next to Cincinnati. I think that's gonna, that game's going to be fascinating. In fact, I think that game's going to be more interesting than the West because, like you said, I think I think LAFC is just going to bottle up and, and, and take down Houston probably in the first half for the, for the most part. Yeah, we'll see. That's going to be an interesting one because they're going to go after uh, Chiellini's um, uh, you know, sluggishness uh, as well. But, I mean, they, they are just so solid back there in LAFC. And and Columbus Crew – okay, so so back to Columbus Crew Orlando. Like, yeah, they took advantage of the red card, but they took advantage of a lot of things. And they made Orlando kind of look silly and and yeah. and, uh, and made them make mistakes. I mean, that, that playing out of the backfield there, out of the left side of the box – I don't know what that guy was doing. Like that's like high school. You get benched in high school for for playing that way, mm-hmm. and then you give a ball, you give the ball away, and you give up a goal uh, in the playoffs. Come on, man! In the semis, come on, man! Um, so yeah, that that guy's in trouble, and uh, Orlando was clearly in trouble. Columbus Crew move on. Yeah, they're the underdogs as far as FC Cincinnati goes, but. If you expose Cincinnati for what they can be, and if you outcoach them like St. Louis City SC did. Uh, earlier in the season, I think Cincinnati can be taken down much easier than. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on a second, Moon. Pat Noonan won Coach of the Year. Bradley Cornell finished second. I don't think I don't think that ever happened. So let me let me let me ask you this: Does that does that voting happen just for regular season, or does the do the it's playoffs? Just, it's it's like all like yeah, it's, it's supposed to be regular season. Supposed to be. Well, I'm pretty sure the voting's all in by the regular season. They just stagger the rig- all, all the voting's okay. in before the postseason. They just stagger the release of who won, so that each week they get to announce a winner. Okay, I see. Until the last, right before the MLS Cup, they announce the MVP. I see. I wasn't 100 percent sure, honestly, because yeah, I, thought, no. I, I thought I thought yeah, I thought Coach Carnell would would get it, but I understand after the first round of playoffs why you wouldn't. I, but you win the supporter shield. There's a lot of people who are just going to chalk it up. Yeah, well, I, I personally think supporter shield. I personally think that much like you know, if you look at like uh, college football's coach of the year award, a lot of people complain that Saban hasn't won it a lot. If you're a college football fan, obviously Nick Saban's probably the best football coach in America almost every year. But I think that that coach of the year awards, there should be a factor of expectations and growth of a team, and and that's why I, I do think. Yes, FC Cincinnati is very talented. Yes, supporter shield winners. Not taking anything away from Pat Newman. Love Pat Newman. But when you talk about expectations, and you talk about what, what, how much the scheme and the growth of the team was part of the overcoming those expectations, I agree yeah. with you. I, I think even trying to be objective, maybe failing at it, I think Bradley Carnell was the coach of the year. I think so too, definitely. But at least they got the right num- number one and number two. There you go. Um, so yeah, I think I th- I think I am going for the underdog there with Crew. I think they're oh, if they if they I'm can capitalize. All the way at this point now. Oh, you are? Yeah, I'm with you. And also it's also it's Ohio. They they they're they're a tortured fan base, and I'm gonna feel sorry for one half of it. That's why I'm because again <laughs> I do I do not feel bad about Cincinnati. I'm gonna feel sorry for one half of Ohio and not the other one. We'll put a, put the uh, playoff brackets here up on the screens just so you can see. So number one seed, FC Cincinnati uh, against number three there with Columbus. And then uh, we have LAFC and Houston on the west side. I have LA and Columbus. Maybe that's just hopeful hopeful thinking for what I, I want right. to see. I think and you're I, absolutely right. And I think LA, even though I'm, I'm, I'm typically like a not uh, – 
uh, it's not that I'm anti. I'm typically anti big market as far as like who I'm rooting for. I would like to see win. I don't want to see LAFC win. And I know Phoenix, my buddy Phoenix from uh, Lincoln Park is uh, going to snarl at me for that. He's he's a big LAFC guy. I would be very happy for him, but I don't care about the repeats. And I don't uh, and I and I and I want to see some fresh blood in there. And I just don't like I'm not all about the big market wins. Um, honestly, I would love to see Columbus tear through supporter shield winner uh fc cincinnati and then just handle lafc that'd be that'd be cool as heck like what a storyline that i never said anything about i certainly would be the first one to be like whoa i got that wrong well either way i i think if they were able to fight through like that we could talk about how they tried so hard and they and they fought you know tried so long and they fought so hard <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna name drop and not expect me to go to a, go to an old school on that one moon but yeah, yeah. I, I really do think columbus has got a chance I, I think these games are going to be fascinating again. If I had to pick one game to watch uh, of this playoffs, I think I'm going to be, um, you know, finding a, a nice comfy couch right around three, uh, right around uh, was it 5 p.m. on on uh, coming up this next Saturday for that Cincinnati and Columbus game, Battle of Ohio. I'm down with it. I think that's going to be a fascinating game. Um, obviously, when you have the attacking threats that you have in Cincinnati, that's always going to be fun. Listen, you know, City City jumped them. But I think that's something that, you know, that happens sometimes when you have a team that has such a structured form. And I think that's why Pat Noonan won Coach of the Year because people realize this guy's got a system and he's got a form that works for them. But I, I do think that you can get jumped by teams that can figure you out a little bit. Yes. Is Columbus or is, you know, is Columbus the type of team that has that buildup like, like St. Louis did? Not necessarily, but again, you got a good goaltending, and you can make a lot of things happen. So again, I'm with you 100. I'm I'm LA and Columbus in the final after this week. FC Cincinnati is the ATAT uh, from Star Wars, like scary, scary as hell. You don't want that, none of that. But then, as soon as you get a cable around its legs, <laughs> I like. Oh that. no, the whole thing's coming down. There you go. There you go. It's okay. Down. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, FC Cincinnati is the ATAT that can be brought down by a cable. Um, so yeah, Saturday, December 2nd, that happens at five o'clock, uh, Cincinnati and, uh, in Columbus right there for the hell is real Ohio Derby. And then, uh, LAFC take on Houston dynamo on that same night at eight 30 PM. Um, I like this. We got, we got a, we got a star Wars reference and a Lincoln park reference. If you're 37 years old <laughs> podcast is for you. Yeah, man. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. So we got, we got all that. Uh, what did we miss? We, do we, do we got anything else that we, we want to talk it about? All. We covered it all. We, like I said, um, I, I think we, we, I think we talked, you know, we, yeah, we talked about Bradley Carnell. We talked about last episode, Berkey took home his award. Um, obviously no, no, no city players, despite winning the Western conference are in contention for the MVP. So, um, you know, will it, you know, we'll see, we'll see who it is. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm guessing it'll be a player. Uh, in orange and blue, and we'll have to hear a lot about that over the next six months. But hey, the off season's short. Uh, next week we'll, we'll talk about the MLS Cup a little bit. But I, I, I just can't wait because, man, my favorite part about soccer, the thing that that locked me in when I first started getting into it, Moon, had to be transfer windows and yeah. and, and just the, the way teams build. And so, see, and, and heck, seeing a guy like Patrick Schulte come up through FTLFC, Scott Gallagher, St. Louis Billikens. Um, to see him come up like that, that just got me thinking that I can't wait to see what the next crop of young players is. I can't wait to see Caden Glover next year. I can't wait to see a healthy and, and one year older and, and you know more mature Miggy Perez. You know, there, there's young guys coming up. John Klein is another STL City Two guy who got big minutes and who had his, his STL City debut. That just got me thinking. 
yeah, yeah, I'm still pretty bummed that we're not talking about City right now. There's a lot of reasons to be yeah. excited, and I can't wait to you know dive into those over the next few months. You know what I'm interested in? I want I want to know what the contract is for uh, Dennis Boanga. Boanga, not that we're going to get the guy, but uh, so he was the MLS Golden Boot winner for this year. Uh, he's sitting at 37 goals currently. 37 goals. What would you do if you were a ba- if you were a defender and and the the striker pairing that you had that night was Boanga and a Denneran? Just and Klaus was going to get thrown in there at some point to harass you the entire game. That's scary stuff, man. That'd be That's awesome. scary stuff. Like, That'd yeah, I'm. Fun. I am curious as to what his uh, what his interest is or what his availability is uh, in these in these coming years because that dude is just a powerhouse. Thirty seven freaking goals, dude. Speaking of a uh, off season, how long is the off season and what are those guys doing? I haven't really caught up. And I texted you when I was in the airport. Um, I don't remember when that was. Was that last weekend or the weekend before? Yeah, uh, uh, the weekend before that, I think. Yeah, and they all the players were in there, like in their in their jammies and with their with their ladies. And I was like, hey. There's a bunch of City SC players. Are they going somewhere together? And honestly, it, di- I, it didn't look like they were going anywhere together. I think they were breaking for uh, for the offseason, or am I wrong? Oh, uh, yeah. They, yeah, they're, 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 they've broken for the offseason. And, and, and listen, if you get knocked out early, that doesn't surprise me. I expect that because the offseason is so short. Because they have Conor Cap Champions um, Cup in round one starts February 6th. Wow. So, I mean, they're, they're going to be in training – by I'm guessing at the latest the second week in January. So we're yeah. talking about two months, and that's only because they got bumped out early. If you're you know if you're a championship team, you're you're Cincinnati, you're looking at one month of pretty much break before you got to come back and start training again because you're all in the Concacaf Champions League uh, Champions Cup because you're, you're the winning teams. And so yeah, it's a short it's a short uh, off season for them, and it's a short off season for Lutz and Bradley because. January one hits, ding, 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 ladies and gentlemen. That's transfer window time. We got some, we got some roster moves to make. Yeah, that that is wild. That is wildly short. So turn around, so cool. Well, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Um, well, thanks for jumping on with me today, Rockio. Um, I'm glad that we were able to uh, to cover a little bit of this because it was an exciting weekend, even though we're not in it. It's, it was hard for me to kind of get in the groove. But one of the things I did suggest to all of our soccer one on one listeners, especially new. Uh, folks to the sport or to the league was to watch this, even though St. Louis city SC is not in. And uh, I think it's delivering. I, I do think it's delivering. I think the MLS has been delivering. They've even stepped up a few things um, as far as their, uh, uh, their post game stuff and their wrap up shows and all that. If you have Apple TV plus, and uh, it's just Quit been really up and pe- quit, quit whining about VR people. It's, I, it's not it's perfect. Get over it. It happens. It's a part. Yeah, it's a part of the game. It's a bummer part of the game, but it's a bummer. That was a handball. Sorry, KC, yeah, but absolutely. you should have finished about five 100%. other times. Hundred yeah. percent. All right. Until then, we will see you next week after the conference finals happen. And uh, Rocchio, I guess all we have to leave them with is a goal. goal!